Hello, listeners. Welcome to your Universal Sports Podcast Show, Sports Village. Life is indeed fleeting. Hmm. Ghana and the rest of the world mourn the death of a kind heart, a brother, a father, a husband, and a philanthropist. Death has laid its cold hands on Christiana Chutrasam, the helper of the orphans, the prisoners, the widowers, the sick, and the financially handicapped. How is it that death taketh away the good from the face of the earth so early? Hmm, death is inevitable, but no one desires to die this way. In deep sorrow, we send our condolences to the family of Christian Trasam Achu. My name is Yukito Aleskone. With me on the show today is Mr. Muhammad Rabiu. Welcome to today's episode, Mr. Muhammad Rabiu. We're hoping to come back under better circumstances, but the Lord knows. How are you doing, Mr. Muhammad Rabiu? More well, thank you, my brother. Regardless of the news we had over the weekend, life still goes on. Indeed, life still goes on. On 6th February 2023, there was an earthquake in Turkey and Syria with magnitudes 7.5 and 7.8 respectively. Among the worst affected buildings was that of Christian Achu Trasam, the Ghanaian footballer. Christian Achu Trasam was born on 10 January 1992 in Adafon, Ghana, alongside his twin sister, Christiana Achupi Trasam. He died early February in 2023 as a result of the earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. Now, prior to the earthquake, he scored the only goal that was a free kick in the 97th minute in Hete Sports 1-0 win over Kasimpasa. Achu's body was found on 18th of February 2023. That was 12 days after the earthquake hit Turkey. Before his body was found, there were reports about Achu being found alive by some bloggers and news outlets in Ghana. Even his team reported that he had been found earlier. But he was in a hospital where he was being treated. Mr. Muhammad Rabiu, kindly enlighten us about the misinformation of Christian Achu's whereabouts. Well, after news of the earthquake hitting, and we find it out that Christian Achu and the sporting director for their club were the only club members, so to speak, that were unaccounted for, who were all eager for, for news, to hear good news about their whereabouts, them being found alive and kicking. So I think about a couple of days after there was news that he's been found, he's been taken to the hospital, he had like some injury to his leg. So we were all eager for it to turn out to be true, only for one of the officials of their team to come out and say, they also had news that he's been found and taken to hospital. So they had to go there and verify to confirm as in he's the one who is there. So they got there only to find out, no, there was no actual there. Meaning he, both he and the 
sporting director were still unaccounted for. So this is where some of our brothers in the journalism fraternity need to also up their game because the sensationalism is just becoming too much. Everyone wants to break news first without actually taking the pains to find out and confirm and actually verify whatever they are putting out there. Exactly. Let me draw light on the journalism issue. I think it's, it's a canker in Ghana now with journalism and blogging. Most of them want to put out news that sells instead of, um, I don't know how to put it, maintaining their credibility. They, they, they twist the news and make it what they want it to be or what will sell to the people to get more clicks, to get more likes. It's very bad. And uh, I wonder if we have regulations or code of ethics here in Ghana. I don't know if bloggers are regulated, but I think it's high time the the government start regulating blogging because people come out write all sort of i mean in quotes rubbish about people and denting the integrity of people hard end integrity over years and come out and write just some silly words excuse me to say to dent the reputation of people and i think we have to critically look at this part sorry let's go back to our christian Achu issue Hmm. quite unfortunate we had to lose our football star like this is quite strange because Christian Achu barely played a match for his team and on the day he played and scored a 97th winner he came on in the 83rd minute I think the next day he just vanishes like very strange Mr. Muhammad Rabiu do you have a background about uh, all that happened that led to his involvement in the game? Well, it's quite unfortunate we lost our brother this way. But you know, when he moved to Turkey, he wasn't actually playing and he had so much grievances about that. So he spoke to his management team and they found a team for him in France. So he spoke to the sporting director of these Turkish teams. That's big man. I'm not, I'm not playing. My services are needed elsewhere, so kindly allow me to leave. Only for the sporting director to tell him, my brother, calm down. I'll speak to the coach. So when all this was going on, Achu had already booked a flight. That was going to take him to France. But on the eve of the game where Achu scored his last goal, he was invited to camp. And lo and behold, he's the one that scored the winner. So... Him being invited to camp is what made him change his flight plans or else actually wouldn't have been in Turkey. But what do we know or what can we say? Is it sheer coincidence or, you know, it's just bad timing? But as, as we said earlier, Lord knows best. And we all don't know when we are going to, you know, bow out. But, you know, actually is one person that brought smiles to a lot of, a lot of homes, a lot of faces and... It's quite sad and unfortunate to lose him this way. Quite sad and unfortunate to lose him this way. Everyone is worried. Wor sorry, worried. And uh, especially we people in Ghana here, the prisoners, the widowers, the orphans, all of us. Because he's done a good job for us. Um, He did quite some donations to people 
and he paid for fines and billboards of prisoners. And that too was actually likened to the uh, Dorcas, the story of Dorcas in the Bible, where Dorcas did a lot of good works, a lot of good works. And when she died, the people were worried. This is the similar case of Hachu. Mr. Muhammad Rabiu, can you shed light on some of the memorable moments or the donations or some of the good things Christian Hachu did? Well, first and foremost, Christian Hachu was a human being and he showed us his humanity through diverse means. Before then, Achu, Achu became a footballer. And as a footballer, you know, his achievements are there for all to see. But for we as Ghanaians, he put a lot of smiles on our faces. And, 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 and for us to qualify for the second time to the FIFA World Cup, Achu was one of the talisman that actually masterminded Egypt's fall in Kumasi. Because that day, he was the live wire of the team when, when the Black Stars of Ghana beat Egypt by six goals to one. And that was quite, you know, a memorable event. Besides that, during the 2015 Afcon, Achu was the best player of the tournament, the whole tournament. He scored the best goal of the whole tournament. And Ghana actually got to the final. And, and as fate would have it, we couldn't win the game because... All the shots that Achu was, you know, hitting came off the post. If any of those shots had, had gone in, well, history would have been different now. But as fate would have it, we lost on penalties to the, to the Ivorians. Besides that, Achu has done a lot of philanthropic work. It's, 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 it's numerous and it's, you know, it's like in, in the infinity. Because he didn't only do that in Ghana. But what he did in Ghana and we saw and heard is numerous. He built schools, he built pitches, you know, he took people out of prison, he, 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 he fed the orphans, he paid the school fees of numerous children. You know, actually did a whole lot. You know, we can't enumerate all of them on this show, but those are at least a few that come to mind. Yes, indeed. And I remember, I just saw it recently that this Nigerian actor, uh, Glees Crown, I don't know if it's Glees Crown or Glees Clown, any of them, he shared a, a WhatsApp picture, a screenshot of his chat with Christian Achu, where Christian Achu said he would pay for his fees and also make sure he gets a job. And he, he, like, I was surprised. Now more than ever, I think we should celebrate people when they are alive more. Actually really deserves to be alive. Not only was he a philanthropist, but he was a devout Christian, as his name suggested. I have a recording of one female who was around in church when Christian Achu gave his tithes. So let's kindly listen to this. One fond moment of Christian Achu I remember was some years ago 
I was in a church gathering at East Legon, American House to be precise, when his bodyguard came in with two Ghana masks and all I could hear was Christiana choose tight. I won't say rest in peace, but life well lived. And may the good Lord keep his soul forever in our hearts. Legend. Wow. This shows how committed Christian Achu was to his faith. I mean, how many Christians pay tithe? There are various schools of thought about tithing. But then, I personally believe every Christian must pay tithe. But that's not the topic for today. So let's continue. Now, here are the statistics of Christian Achu. He made his debut for Ghana on the 1st of June 2012 against Lesotho. Surprisingly, he scored and he was included in Ghana's squad for the FIFA World Cup in Brazil 2014. He went ahead to play the African Cup of Nations for Ghana in 2015. He made a total of 65 appearances for Ghana, scoring and prior to a choose emergence in Europe, he played for Jawara Babies, Cheetah FC and Feyenoord Academy in Ghana. He then moved to Porto where he was loaned immediately to Real Ave. In Real Ave, he played 30 games scoring 6 goals. He returned to Porto at the end of the season and continued played 29 games and scored one goal after his spell at porto chelsea signed christian achu on 1st september in 2013 and he was subsequently loaned to dutch side vitesse and him fortunately for him he became a first choice starter at Vitesse and him. He played a total of 30 games, scoring 5 goals. At the end of the season, he was loaned again to Everton in 2014. He played 13 matches. Unfortunately, Achu couldn't score. He was loaned again to Bournemouth, but unfortunately, he suffered a setback. That was an injury. So he played in only two games for Bournemouth. Those two games were the League Cup matches. At the end of his spell with Bournemouth, he was loaned to Spanish side Malaga, where he played 12 matches, scoring two goals from 2015 to 2016. After that spell, he was loaned to Newcastle United in England. He became the fans' favorite. Newcastle went ahead to sign Achu on a permanent deal for £6.2 million in 2017. From Chelsea, Christian Achu made a total of 107 appearances for Newcastle United between 2016 and 2021, scoring eight goals after six lovely years with Newcastle United. Christian Achu moved to Al Raid in the Saudi Pro League. He played eight matches and couldn't score. After a season, Christian Achu moved to Hete Sport, where he's only played four games 
and scored one goal that was the last goal he scored for the club the last goal in his career that was a free kick and that was a game-winning goal so sad now heading on to his trophy collection Christian Atu won the Primera Liga with Porto in the 2012-2013 season winning the Supertaka Candido de Oliveira in 2012. He won the EFL Championship with Newcastle in the 2016-2017 season. Individually, Kisenatu was voted or he won the Vitez Player of the Year in the season 2013-2014. He went ahead to win the AFCON Player of the Tournament in 2015. In that same tournament, he won the goal of the tournament. I think that was his tournament. A good tournament for Christian Atu. And he was named in the AFCON team of the tournament in 2015. He went ahead and played for Ghana in 2017 AFCON. He was part of the team of the tournament. Now, Mr. Rabiu, having a career like Christian Atu, do you think it's fulfilling? Of course, it's very fulfilling. I mean, I'm sure most most professional footballers would love would have loved to have the career Christian Atu did. Looking at all the teams he played and the impact he has had, not only on the football fraternity but on the humanity as a whole. I'm sure his 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 he's he, he you know he will be very fulfilled wherever he is. Okay, so Mr. Rabiu, what other comments do you have about? this whole Christian Atu situation? Well, as Ghanaians and as a human society, there is a kankak that is gradually, you know, creeping into our society, which needs to be curbed and, you know, really taken care of. Because why on earth would you post a picture of someone's loved one in his very vulnerable moment at his point of death and you'll be posting it on your statuses you know, on social media, some bloggers also run with it, you know, what, what was the essence of it? Aren't we human beings first before anything? So what if he was your brother, your father, your husband, or your family member? Would you still be doing the same? It is not the best. And the sensationality of, you know, breaking news and putting things where you think people might think we are cool because we are posting stuff on social media should really and seriously be nipped in the bud because it doesn't augur well for our society. What of the sensibilities of the grieving family? If we are a member of that family, would you want him to be done to you? What happened to the golden rule? Do unto others as you would want to be done unto you? We should all know life is short and life has a funny way of, you know, bringing the chickens home to roost. So we shouldn't think Achu is not your family member, so you can do whatever and, you know, you would go scot-free. There is karma also. And besides anything, why would you want to offend the sensibilities of people that are mourning? After posting the body, you are now posting his family members that are in, in a, you know, in mourning. Why would you do that? I think this needs to be seriously, you know, spoken about. And those of us that are fond of doing that should seriously put a stop to it. Because it doesn't all go well for us all.
Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you very much, Mr. Rabi. I think this is one problem we have to address because I don't know what's happening to the youth of today. We video everything. I don't know why. When you see someone drowning or people fighting, let me use the fighting. It's more realistic. When you see people fighting, instead of you to try to to break up the fight, you see the next thing they do just to take out their phone and video. I don't know. We are, we, are, we are embracing the bad side of social media. Of course, everything has a good and a bad side. But we are supposed to take advantage of the good side and dwell more on the good side. But it seems we just do anything for clout. I think it's, hard, it's high time. Sorry, it's high time we come back to our senses and we act right. Many prominent people have paid tribute to Christian Achu. I mean, the likes of sportsmen religious leaders, political leaders, you can see his life was well-lived, even though it was short, it was well-lived. And one thing I have to say is that good name is better than riches. I repeat that again. Good name is better than riches. To conclude everything, Christian Trasam Achu was and is a national hero. His memory shall forever live in our hearts. I know by now the widows, the widowers, the prisoners, the orphanages, the financially handicapped are all thinking about Christian Achu. And his kids will be proud of the legacy of their father. And definitely, They'll reap the good deeds of their father. Mr. Muhammad Rabiu, what are your final thoughts? Well, if the demise of our brother has taught us, in, has taught us anything, it is for us to all endeavor and to also aspire to live righteous and selfless lives. Because how, how would we want to be remembered when we are no more? The evil deeds of men they say is written in stone and the good deeds of men is written on water and will always linger on and live in the hearts of men so what do we leave behind when we finally bow out i think this is a thought which we all should ponder on as this is a very solemn and and sad moment for us so we should all try and think deeply about this of course listeners think deeply about it Thank you very much for your time today. My name is Yukito Aleskonoe. And before I end, now the big question is, how would you want to be remembered? Thank you for your time. This is a report by Nana Ama Ajimain, also known as the FIFA lady, about the emotions of orphans in the Becky Foundation about the demise of their benefactor, Christian Archie. Sometimes it's the best. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Every time he comes here, they organize party for us. Sometimes they he send us to shop while we enjoy the ones food. He said that he's going to about to play a football. I meet him so. Kisanachi is like a father, an uncle, a brother. In fact, it's our everything. He was our most supporter, doing a lot of countless things. He was the one giving us hope, getting us better education, giving us a lot of support. But as I speak to you today, we are hopeless and before Christiana Chu's death, he was building this school for this orphanage. Now, the future of this project seemed to be in limbo as he was the sole founder. The school building is made up of nine classrooms, libraries, a pitch, and ultra modern offices. Seth Asiedu is a director of Becky's Foundation. This time we spoke, he promised that he was going to complete this for us so that we do the final commissioning in June when he's on break. He promised to actually bring all his blaster players to come for the commissioning and the unfortunate happened. Actually promised to send us the last tranche of funds to complete it and then we should try and push the commissioning to June so that he comes and commission. So now we don't know. We are just looking up to God. These kids are hopeful and praying for another Christian in their lives. Nana Ama Ajiman. Your favorite sports village podcast is available on the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, Audio Mac, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, Stitcher, Pandora, and Deezer.